Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey. Today on the show, I have an on-air personality. She's a staff writer from Milwaukee Courier. She dances for dance work. She does a lot of different things. She was one of my old classmates in the JAMS, aka journalism department at UWM. Uh, lovely and wonderful, and I haven't seen her in a very <laughs> fucking long time. Rio Riley, thank Ooh. you for being on the show. <laughs> How are you today? I'm good. It's raining. I love the rain. So it is raining. Gonna, I'm happy about it. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Elora Hennessy because it just had her on the show right before this and she left us this bad boy. Wild Basin Boozy Sparkling Water. Now you need a sponsor. <laughs> yeah. So uh, take your pick. What flavor did you grab? Uh, I grabbed the Cucumber Peach. I grabbed a melon. Just go for it? Uh, it yes. Okay. Yeah, you just go, just for, go it. for it. All right. Um, so. I, I'm, I'm starting to think that this this collection of flavors is like if uh, if Portlandia was a, a box of booze. <laughs> I haven't seen that show, but I know um, the guy from SNL. I cannot remember his name. Fred Armisen. Yes. It's a super hipster, like super show. like it, it's like a super exaggerated like hipster millennial type shit. Hmm. But I feel like all these flavors. Let's see. We have classic lime, okay. cucumber, peach, melon, basil. And lemon agave hibiscus. That sounds real, like very real hip. Lemon agave hibiscus. Very, very fucking hip. Wild basin. Yeah, might as well just like try to find some mason jars, pour and these in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, cheers. cheers. Yes. I wasn't gonna like drink, drink yet, but I'm, oh yeah, I mm. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. So uh, I haven't seen you in a very long time. Um, Is I remember we had class, our senior seminar together. Yeah, so only Sh class we've ever had together, I think, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. And I remember um, it was at like, it was or it was in the morning, so you and I would just sit next to each other and we would just be like, yeah, <laughs> it's like, just it's, dying. It's nine, it should, we shouldn't be like this, it's only 9 a.m., but yeah. like, oh my god. Right, yeah, it yeah. was, it was, uh, it was brutal being up and especially talking about some heavy, heavy shit. shit. I, that was my favorite class, so I don't the last like Same. political was... economy of the media with Eric Loman. Shout out Eric Loman, take that class. Tits. Even I if you're not a student, take that class. Take yeah. I feel like he'd be like, oh yeah, sure. Like and then write this essay for me. Mm -mm. Oh, I love that yeah, class. I didn't end up getting a very good grade in that class, but I still learned so much. Mm -hmm. Um partially that was my I mean that was my fault because of senioritis, but um it, yeah, I feel like it just reshaped my entire um, understanding and perception of the media and yes. just how it operates under capitalism and everything. So, um, so I see that you are doing some really dope things with your degree. Um, Ooh, so, trying. so trying. tell me about uh, what you're doing with uh, the radio and everything exactly. Okay, so you're catching me in a really weird life crisis. It's very much a, it's like Mercury and retrograde, so I don't know if people are like, Ew, why are you saying that? I, I don't know too much about astrology, but oh. I we, we that can be an off-air conversation True. because I had uh, one of my old guests, uh, Lilo Allen. Uh, she uh, enlightened me on what it means to be a Capricorn because I am a Capricorn. Oh, okay, good. That's okay. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah yeah. 
They were like, what? That means no sex. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't need to elaborate on it. Pretty much it just kind of fucks you up for a good... This is like explicit? Sorry, yeah. No, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> so pretty much just like throws your world for a loop every like three months or something like that. It's like the stars and the moon don't align and shit gets crazy. I see. But I realize that when people tell me it's like, we're pretty much ready. I'm like, I'm not like, oh my God, I gotta find it. Now I know what's happening. My whole, like the day it happens, my life's terrible. It's more just like, damn, I'm really going through a lot of stuff right now. I wonder why. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. Everything's really not great. Mm -hmm. So yeah. But other than that, I'm just really trying to I'm just quit a job. Reevaluating a lot of different things and trying to find other jobs. I've been applying for jobs for forever. I've been tracking your whole process with that too. I'm like, I can relate, Ben. Yes, yeah, me too. Right. You saw the status I posted <laughs> the other day. <laughs> like, yeah. I, yeah, I saw. I was like, yeah, it's good. Like, I don't know. I feel like every time you go through something, I so, like slowly go through the same thing a few months later. So I'm like, whoa, okay. So yeah, how's he, like, yeah. How's he going? Like, is he okay? Okay, I'll be fine. Well, wow. Uh... Well, that's, that's uh, sweet to know that you're watching from afar. Yeah, I get, I, my little heart like worries. I'm like, okay, I hope he's okay. Oh my god, oh my god I appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. From yeah. afar. <laughs> yeah, right, right. But yeah, so I host the jazz show there, so I kind of like just do my own playlist of music there. I, that was like my only internship through school, which I think you told me about to go reach out to Rachel, and that's how I got that internship. So Shout out Rachel Jurek. So she helped me get that, and I've been doing it ever since. Um, just had it's like up and ups and downs through it. Besides that, I write for the Milwaukee Courier um, every here and there, and then I um, dance. So I just I don't know if I'm for sure doing it or not, but there's a contract coming at some point. So I'll be doing this production with dance work some point soon, but I have no idea. It's a lot of the work still. Sure. Um, but I am still dancing. I think I, I just did the Wisconsin Sports Awards. Um, different dance groups. I did Prelude, and then this past winter I did World of Dance to, not the TV show, but the actual thing in space, the TV show is based off of. So just different things oh, and different cool. groups. So. Sure. So tell me a little bit about, like, I'm familiar with Milwaukee Courier. So what coming. do you write about, I guess, for Milwaukee Courier? Like local city beat kind of thing. So it's like a community thing. I just wrote this really cool article on fraud. But you ever like, get those like weird phone calls or like you have your car warranty running out? It's like mm -hmm. I don't. Have, what is it? I've never. I don't need a car warranty. Like I'm not that bad of an adult to know that I don't have a car warranty. So like those calls, um, they have people from um, all over the place come in and talk about that. So that was a cool story. So every here and there, it's like an event or a local event or. A feature on someone. I actually just thought about you because I just, just show. Wow, you just didn't oh my thought mind. about yeah, me. Wow. Too sweet. It was um, where is it at? It was at the Miramar Theater, and they mm. did like uh, it's called the Showcase, and they had some bands come. So a band from Brooklyn come, and I did a feature on that. Oh, cool. That was yeah. cool. That was fun. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, so, uh, are you, like, do you, like, do you really like jazz, like, in your spare time? Like, do, is that your, like, your kind of music? No, but, like, I've grown to like it more. Sure. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, jazz is, like, a very, like, intricate music style, and I, mm -hmm. you know, just, I, I, I mean, it's the roots of a lot of the music we listen to today, mm -hmm. as is with blues yep. and everything, so, um, jazz is dope. Uh, it can be very relaxing, mm -hmm. but it can also be very exciting. It can be very schizophrenic at the same time, like with all the intellectual. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. So, um, so as so what we talk about a Mr. Nice Guy, we examine love and fear through the creative and passionate minds. Okay. Um, and as and you know, as I said before, like you, um, you know, you were a classmate of mine, and we kind of like you know, uh, we 
uh, examine, like we went down the same path when it came to journalism and our perceptions of the media and everything like that. So, um, so I guess um, to start, I guess like I feel like why, like why do you feel like it's important to be a journalist in Milwaukee? Good question. Um, I don't know. I feel like the more that I've worked with Milwaukee Courier, I've learned there's so many small little stories that don't get said. Like the fraud story, I was like, I can't, I love that I get to write this because I get to tell people like, yeah, those weird phone calls you're getting, those are, like, you could get caught up in a huge scam and people don't know about that, especially with the um, publication that I'm with, which is more in like the uh, 53206 area. So it's mm -hmm. a little more rough for, and you can kind of understand like, they're not getting that access to a lot of information as much other people as much as other people are. So, yeah. I think that's important. I'm not from Milwaukee. I'm from Racine, so I travel up and do a bunch of stuff here. So I'm not as in tune with the community, which is unfortunate. But when I do write these stories, I do find a lot of meaning in them because I do share a lot of the bright points of Milwaukee and mm -hmm. the, what the community is trying to do. I do a lot of like non-for-profit business like features on um, their stuff. They just had this one group called. Um, XMKE, mm -hmm. social XMKE, and they okay. did like homecoming weeks. So they had all this stuff. And they actually had the seminar about mental health. And I went to oh. it and I loved it. I was like, yes, this is exactly what people need because it's such a topic that doesn't get discussed in like the black community. So I was glad I got to go to that and experience that. And like, this is something that's out there for people, and I get to help share that that's out there. So I, I like that I get to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah. Uh, so you said you said do you commute from Racine? Yeah. Sure. Um, how does how does like the culture Racine and like you know I guess like how does it compare to Milwaukee's? Um, yes and no. I mean, it's so it's not as segregated. I mean, it, it has its moment. Yes, it is segregated in some places, but like my experience has been it's a very unique experience. But I would say a lot of my friends that are of color have been immersed through other cultures too. Mm -hmm. So you have like the white people, Hispanic people, even Asian people too. And we all went to high school together versus having different districts far off places like we all were kind of come together whereas yeah. here it's like it's by the street segregated we're like it's completely yeah. different yeah. in the middle of everything too like um once you pass the highway on the west side it gets a little like it gets sketchy and it's all this yeah. craziness and the north side and the south side it's just like that's a complete difference in night and day kind of for me where yeah. i'm like i don't have to I don't feel as uncomfortable. I think when I went to uh, college here, I was like, whoa, like there's such a divide. And when I went to school in Illinois for a year, I was like, there's a completely different divide. Like not everyone else is like um, where I grew up. You went to NIU for a bit, right? Yeah, for one year. It was the worst year ever, but I learned so yeah. much. <laughs> I actually toured at NIU. Um, that was, it was either here at UWM or NIU for me. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, right. But yeah, I didn't really like the campus that much when I toured it. But beside the point, um, yeah, no, that's, that is so true about the culture of Milwaukee, because, like, even, so, like, we're in River West right now, um, so I live, like, five minutes away, um, and I remember, like, when I first was telling somebody, you know, I was moving here, like, they were like, oh, yeah, just stay, like, east of Holton, and mm -hmm. you'll be fine, mm -hmm. but... Because then, like, you go east of Holton, and then, like, supposedly there's, like, you know, a lot more, like, crime that happens. And, but, and, like, at the same time, though, there is crime that happens in River West. There's crime that happens in the east side. Like, everywhere. there's crime that happens everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like, and we know because we used to get, like, those emails like, for oh UWM where it's, like, every time there was, like, an incident we were made aware of it. Yeah. So, like, I don't feel like I don't see living here 
as any different from, you know, my past experiences, like, you know, living in Milwaukee in general, because like, yeah, there's crime mm -hmm. that will happen, but, you know, I, I like, and I, I think that when it comes to the segregation party, I mean, like, I have, you know, I've been plenty of spots that are east of Holton, mm -hmm. quote unquote, and, uh, I've had very positive experiences, like uh, Coffee Makes You Black, mm -hmm. really wonderful mm -hmm. establishment. Um, I had a, a delicious chicken and waffles with uh, my, my good friend Josiah over there, and it's a beautiful business. Um, I went to the 4th of July at a friend's house that lived like a block west of Holton, and like, yeah, like, uh, people tend to, like, you know, hang out a lot more on the street, mm -hmm. but I like I never felt unsafe or threatened or anything. It's just everyone's just blowing off fireworks, having a good time. Like it seems very communal. So I mean, it's like, yeah, it's like that segregation seems like a real thing, but it's it's ingrained in our minds where it's like, oh, like I shouldn't be here or I right. shouldn't be there. But really, it's like if you're if you're nice, if you mean well, if you have good intentions, like you shouldn't, you know. I feel like not only should you be afraid to like be in certain places, but like people shouldn't be afraid of being in your neighborhood either because it's mm -hmm. like, you know, it's all about just being a positive, friendly person and just, you know, you know, not being there to cause any trouble, really. I agree. In certain, I mean, it depends on the big experiences you've had and like if you've gone to somewhere place and you're like, well, no, I know, like, I'm cautious or extra cautious in certain places too. So I guess it depends on the person and what you've gone through too. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. But yeah. overall, yeah, it's like you, you can have a guard up. You can also like not be as like, oh, I'm in a bad place. Gotta get out of here. Yeah. Which I feel like I'm that way no matter what neighborhood I'm in. Yeah. Even if I'm in a good neighborhood, <laughs> like, a yeah, quote, like a quote unquote good neighborhood, like a suburban neighborhood, I still get paranoid when I see someone on the street and I'm like, what if that person like kidnaps me or attacks me or something? Like, and that's just me. Like, I'm just a really like paranoid person in that way. So tell me about, I want to talk about your dancing. Cause okay. you, um, you're a very, uh, you're obviously a very talented dancer. You uh, were okay. part of Hype for a long time. <laughs> Shut up, Jimmy Coon. <laughs> Uh, the babe, because uh, I asked Jimmy to be here with us today, but sadly he lives in Minnesota, yeah. so uh, that's a bit of a commute. Um, totally, totally understand, but um, right, 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 yeah. But um, yeah, so dancing is obviously a really big part of like your artistic expression. Um, so I guess like, where did you start finding like uh, dancing like uh, as like an outlet for yourself? Well, I started dancing when I was three years old, so it's always kind of been my thing. I guess now it's to the point where, like, I... I don't even have something in your life where, like, I'm good at this. It's not something I know I could pursue or make it, like, my career. Because there's, like, that fear sometimes. Like, I feel like, yes, I could if I wanted to, but, like, I'm also just, like, I don't know if I'm that dedicated of a person to do this. But it's still something I would never want to let go. Like, I, I might have, like, I would have to lose my legs and then I'd still be dancing. You know what I mean? So, for me, it's just like this like feeling when I am dancing, 
it sounds really like cliche it's like oh well i'm doing this there's like this euphoria but it's like oh like things like kind of align or like okay this is it like this is what i want to do like i really enjoy this you know and i actually like being in practice more than like performing which is so weird but i just like it's just my thing. It's my thing that I'm good at, but I'm also like not the best at it, but I enjoy it so much and it lets me let things out. Um, and it's, it's challenging just as anything else is challenging too. If you have a talent or something that you you want to excel in when you try to, you get those like rough spots where you're like, how can I be better? How can I progress in this? Like, how can I be a better journalist? Like how, you know, so it's, it gets to those points too, but I still love it. But when I do feel emotions for it or while I'm dancing, it's usually because something's aligning the right way. I'm like, oh, this practice I've been putting to this is showing off here. Or, oh, oh, sure, yeah. Like, I feel this, like, mind, body, and soul, like, this is what my body should be doing. Versus, like, I'm emotional, I'm going to go dance in the studio. Which I've done, but it doesn't really... It's not, like, more of a release for me at points, if that makes sense. Uh, how frequently do you practice your movements? Well, I dance... Oh, it depends on who's it, group I'm in or whatever, or if the studio is open, maybe let's just ballpark like four times, three times a week, three to four times a week. Sure. How do you like, you know, mentally prep yourself for like, you know, a performance or a practice? Because like, I mean, obviously, you know, it's very, you have to be very precise with the way you're moving your body and whatnot. Like, I guess, like, how do you like, you know, mentally and physically prepare yourself for, you know, that delivery? Well, first, the, like, dumb thing is yes you have to stretch but two I'm, I'm also like no one's perfect and like I can be the best on stage or the worst on stage and no matter what I do I just want to make sure I'm going out there and enjoying myself but also doing my best you know like I can't worry about the next person next to me or what they're doing but as long as I know what I'm supposed to be doing and how I'm going to do it and putting my best foot forward then that's what you know matters to me and that's how I'm like okay like I don't like to, I get nervous, but it's like the good nerves. If I get the bad nerves, it's not fun for me. So I try to just be like, well, everything's fine. You know, mm -hmm. like I'm not the person that's like, what are we gonna do? Like, is it, is it, do you remember, is it this, this, is it this? And like, I don't know, I can't. <laughs> I'm just yeah. like, more like, like not tunnel vision, because if you ask me a question, I'll help you, but I'm all like, it's fine, like we're cool, it's chill. Whatever we're gonna do, it's fine. So mm -hmm. I'm not like the, oh my God, I'm scared. Yeah, yeah. Or if I do, I'm like, I'll internalize it. I'm like, all right, well, I'm a nervous. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So. Like, how is, like, um, so, like, when you're, like, uh, you know, when you have to, like, when you're dancing for, like, because uh, I know you did a lot of hip-hop dancing and everything like that, so yeah. new dance routines, like, how do they challenge you? Oh, um, I guess maybe sometimes in a negative way, so if it's something that I'm, like, like not comfortable with or it's out of my box, I get really, like, in my head about it, I'm like, I'm not doing this right or I can't get this move right. I'm just like, just take your time. Like the hard things are the, one, the things you want to focus on. Like that's what makes you a better person in all aspects. So just like make sure you, and it's hard. I have to keep telling myself that to not get down on myself. Like, okay, like I'm not getting it. Like just do what you can. No one's paying attention. No one cares. Like no one mm -hmm. is, unless it's important where I have to like get it, get it and I'm getting paid to do something. But it's like, you know, just take your time and figure it out on your own and make sure you practice on it too. But how does it, like you know make you like strive for like bigger and better goals for yourself well i'll put it like this the dance community here in milwaukee is very small so it's almost like you're always next to someone that you've known or worked with and it kind of gives you that competitive edge where you're like i want to be better i want to do better i want to be seen they're being seen why i'm not being seen it's only like five of us you know what i mean so there's that that can be negative and positive because you want to be like, well, I can be better, you know, like it's like this is my peer, but I can always do better, be better. Why am I not X, Y, and Z? So 
in that sense, that's what makes it challenging for me, I guess, where I'm like, I want to be a better dancer. Like, I can see that they're doing X, Y, and Z over there, so why can't I? You mm -hmm. know, what's, why, why can't I not do the same thing? So yeah. that's why I'm like, okay, how can I be better at dancing? Yeah. Yeah, totally. How do you, how do those, like, because I know, like, you know, you, a lot of your good friends were in hype with mm -hmm. you, mm -hmm. the, the hip-hop dancing crew at UWM. Um, how do they inspire you? Oh, in a lot of ways. I mean, because I still dance with a lot of everybody. Shout out to like all Crush Girls and all of Origins and everyone else. Like, like it, it is kind of like I want to be better than them, but it's also just like you guys, you want to be a better dancer. Like I'm bringing something to the table for all of us. It's not just for me. It's for everyone that's around me. And like, we definitely are a competitive group alone. There's a lot of like, mm -hmm. oh, I gotta be better. But it's yeah. like, it, it, I think at the end of the day, I hope at least it's all within love. So. It just makes you want to, you know, work on your craft and be better at your craft. And it's not your only craft, but it's one that is we're all passionate about. So, and they uplift you. Like if you're doing something and you're doing it alone, they're like, you got it. Like you're great. Like you know, or like if you post something like this is awesome, Rhea, blah blah blah. And it's very sometimes it can be very vulnerable. So like when I do something that's not hip hop and in a group, it's kind of like, oh, do I want to post this or oh, do I want to yeah. do it? How are people gonna feel? And that can be very discouraging too, because um, I think the dance industry can be very like closed off in some circles and very open in others so sure yeah how so uh, well just even with the people who i'm around every day it can get kind of competitive and that's just us being people who are close so like when you go to other places you always want to be like i want to be the one that's being seen but then you also be like well i want to be learning like i have to take this like craft in too and mm -hmm. it's kind of like not a one-up competition but more like a i can be cool and i don't know i, I it's it, that's like alone that's just like you want to be your best like you want to be the coolest in the room i guess but you also want to you see the best in the room you're like well i want to be like them too you know so it's kind of this back and forth of like i want to look cool but i also want to look like i want to take what they're doing and put it into my own um vicinity of what i can do you know yeah and then when it comes to like this is why i don't audition i like to audition it stresses me out <laughs> so people audition yeah. it's like that is such that i do not like doing that but yeah, that alone is very yeah, yeah uncomfortable so. yeah no absolutely um yeah so um so like when it when it comes to like professionally like uh like i know you said you like you know you're sort of waiting on like whether or not a contract is going to happen um yeah like i guess like professionally like are do you feel like you're geared more towards like the media side of your professions or towards the um, more like towards dancing and stuff like that is like you know your expressive art form how do you mean so like media side as in like writing and oh, oh. again you're catching me this really weird time in my life so i have no idea i'm still trying to figure out what i want to do with myself and both of those things have been things that i'm not great at you know so there's like a lot of hard work that i have to put in i'm kind of just figuring out which one do i want to put in and how or if how i can combine them or you know, like, am I really happy when I do certain things with them? So very much in a crossroads with that personally, but, yeah. um, like I'm not a strong writer and like writing stresses me out, but also auditioning stresses me out. So it's like, well, which one do you like to do more? Mm -hmm. You know, if I also find the good things like meeting people in the community that I've never met, dancing at Summerfest, dancing at the Wisconsin Sports Awards. So like, there's always these happy mediums that are like really like they trump all the bad times. But there's sometimes so few 
in the process of it mm -hmm. where it's like okay well this is something i want to do and how much how happy does it make me you know yeah. so tell me how you uh yeah tell me about the wisconsin sports awards like what that experience looked like that was fun i was like say like 10 feet away from Ryan Braun and Christian, was it Yelich? There it is. And oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. was, for one point I was like, oh my God, is he making eye, con with, like, eye contact with me? I was like, whoa, it's crazy. Oh my God, my life has changed. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, there's no way. And then after we got done, it was like, we were the finale. So I was like, oh, I was gonna go say hi, but he's like, bum rush. I was like, never mind. And like, so that was fun. But like, it was, I've done other performances that had longer span of time to kind of work towards. Um, but it was a cool experience because you were around so many, like, uh, David Gruber was there. I fangirled a little bit, but I didn't go see him. I wanted yeah. to so badly, but I was like, no, it's kind of weird. Yeah. But um, it was just more of, like, a professional atmosphere, so I thought it was really cool to be a part of it. I was grateful mm -hmm. to be a part of it. Yeah. You know, like, how would you describe the, like, the feeling of accomplishment, like, once you've, like, concluded with a performance? If I do really good, I'm like... Like, okay, yeah. I have one specific, it was at Pride Fest, I was like, oh my god, I did so good. I actually got a video of it, and I was like, yes, I was killing it, I liked it, I felt good about it. Um, so those are great, those are like the highs, you're like, yeah, that felt so good. Um, it just comes with preparation, though, and how, you know, but yeah. Um, like, what message does it communicate between, like, the music that you're performing to and, like, your movements that are going along with it? Like, how do you feel like it communicates to the crowd, you know, to those that are watching. Well, most of most of like my professional dancing has been backup dancing, so it kind of adds the element of the person who's um, the focal point. So it's kind of like a nice addition to what's happening in front of you. Um, if I'm doing different like group stuff, so like this weekend I have an ignite performance, and there's two pieces that are a little bit more personal, I guess. So one's a little bit more of a creepier, like offset kind of piece which is sure. really cool not offset the rapper but like offset and offsetting like <laughs> yeah. i guess um yeah. and then another one's about loose thoughts and thinking and those ones kind of trigger something with you so it's kind of like okay how am i in this stance how do i feel in the stance how am i being a part of this as a as a one person in the whole you know and how are we like portraying this message across you know so those are things that i think about more yeah i could never like dance when i was I, I, I can't dance at all. I suck <laughs> I at dancing. Dance. I, I like I'm I'm a horrible dancer. You know I I, I feel like what like because I've seen you perform before. Mm -hmm. Like I've seen like you know the hype crew and everything. I mean I just don't have any rhythm. You know like I'll like start. You know like if if I'm trying to dance or like accomplish some kind of move like I'll you know. I'll like start doing something to like the rhythm, but it'll end up becoming offbeat really fast. Like mm -hmm. I don't know, I just feel like I suck. I've always sucked at having rhythm, you know, with uh, with when it comes to like you know dancing, even if it's casually, like in the club or just you like know a wedding or something. Yeah, yeah. Like I just I I have very I have a hard time like you know uh, like aligning myself with like the beat of music and then aligning my body. I mean, I just feel like I'm really uncoordinated as fuck, you know? I've seen it, yes, some people are really bad at that, but I feel like there's a way to learn rhythm, I guess. Have you ever played an instrument before? I have, I did play clarinet and saxophone in middle school, okay. but that was the most exposure I've had. Okay, so sometimes that helps too, to kind of find like a, kind of like the beat of it. I can't teach for, I don't know, I think a more established, professional to be able to teach someone how to get to rhythm but yeah 
I feel like everyone's a dancer, no matter what you do. It's it's it can be therapeutic too. Yeah. So it's not like I have to have I can't I can't clap along, but it's like you can yeah. do what you gotta do. Like sometimes it yeah sometimes I mean I like to dance like kind of ironically. It's like I know I like have bad rhythm. I know mm -hmm. I'm just like this kid that you know doesn't you know I just look awkward no matter what I'm doing. Yeah. So like I just try to embrace it and have fun with it and stuff. And like even if it makes people laugh, I mean that brings me joy because mm -hmm. I mean I just like to you know I just like to make light of the situation. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. I mean, two steps always good too. So two, what is just like? Step yeah. and a tap. Step and a tap. <laughs> you know, like oh, it's a good song. Can I just do it along? So you can't find the rhythm. What I do? Just kind of just step clap. <laughs> yeah, we took line dancing in uh, high school. I remember that was like a, a required uh, um, unit of of high school in like gym class. We had to take line dancing. And <laughs> yeah, we danced like all these like really goofy like most of them are like country songs and stuff because mm -hmm. I feel like that's kind of like where a lot of like country music sort of like the the tempo aligns with is like sure. with line dancing, but I mean I had fun with that shit <laughs> like I had a good ass time but you know when it comes to like i mean you're you're hip-hop dancing i mean I, I feel like a lot of people like to use like you know physical exercise and whatnot and like other physical forms of like whether it's dancing or whether it's kickboxing or exercising in general it's like a like a a, a stress helping mechanism where it just helps people you know just sort of um it gives some of that like catharsis where mm -hmm. it's like it helps people you know cope with, you know, some kind of uh, issue or otherwise stress that they're having in their life. Um, do you feel like you've, like, related in that in some way? Yeah. I mean, like I said, I don't go to the studio often and, like, kind of let it go. But, like, I have found that, like, certain things I do within dance have been very, like, this feels great. This feels good. You ever had, like, have you ever listened to music and get that, that chill? You're like, ooh, like, yeah. All the time. Yes. Yeah. It's like that sometimes. Like, like, either I'm performing or, like, I'm doing something like this is it. Like, yes. Like, so I do have those moments and I do feel like certain dances, like, let things out of me. I think I've cried several times dancing. I'm like, oh, this is it. You know, like, and yeah. it, it's, for, it's different emotions, different reasons why. But I'm just like, whew, yeah. I think this past February did a dance. Um, I don't remember what it was about, but I just remember I caught, like for one moment, I was like, I'm gonna start crying. I was like, we have another like minute to go. So let me keep dancing. And I was like, yeah. So I do have moments where I'm like, this is a release, but it's, I don't go seek the release, I guess. Cause it's just something that I do. So I don't go to the studio and like go let it out. But I have found moments throughout the entire career of mine that, mm -hmm. that have been very, Relaxing. Yeah, I haven't worked out in a while, <laughs> but <laughs> like I haven't worked out in so long. But um, you know, I I do recall like you know I got at, at certain points in college like I did get in a groove for like you know working out and just having some kind of like physical way of like exerting energy mm -hmm. was you know it just made me feel good about myself. It made me feel like I was like pushing and like that I was like you know accomplishing some kind of like. Um, you know, just physical need that like I didn't know I needed beyond mm -hmm. like at the, like at that point. How do you feel like dance and you know your your work with you know doing like the jazz radio and also with writing for you know your publication? How 
do you feel like all of them are sort of like intertwined? Like what kind of, I guess like what do you feel like your skill sets you're using are like all kind of, for all, all of them, I guess are kind of related in some way. I would say communication has been really, oh, between the three and everything else, I've learned that I'm having issues with communicating and communication, but I've also realized how important it is in these different aspects, whether it's dancing with the group, interviewing someone on my show, or even trying to just like interview someone for a story. They're all different ways of community, communicating and meeting different people and working with different people. So that's a skill that I'm struggling in, but also learning from and growing in. So it's a hit and a miss sometimes. Um, also how I present myself too, I've realized mm -hmm. that's fairly uh, interesting for me to figure out how I'm like, okay, well how am I presenting myself as a dancer? You know, how am I doing on my radio show? Like how am I being a public figure for that or an advocate for the, the newspaper that I'm writing for? Do you so. speak on your radio show? Rarely. I mean, people come and do, I have to do interviews and I'm like, okay, yeah, and it gets really awkward because they're just like, something Coltrane, something Davis, something, something this, someone Ella, Ella Fitzgerald, blah, 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 oh, and then the rift here, and then the blah, blah, blah there, and I'm like, yeah, 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 so we're gonna cue that song up, and <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I don't know what's yeah, going on. Right. So, just because they're so eclectic in, in the genre, I'm just like, I have no idea sometimes, so that gets challenging, but. For sure, yeah. Um, yeah, so I remember you said earlier, um, you said that like you feel like you're not a good writer. Um, I mean, what do you feel like isn't good about your writing? I mean, I like, I mean, I say that because like I've gotten similar criticism okay. from professors where it's like, oh, you like, I don't think you like you wrote this right or correctly, but you know, presented it to others, you know, with like music journalism, like where it's like, you know, I felt like people have given me positive feedback, like oh, right. just like where do you feel like you might lack, but also where you might have strengths. Um, I, I guess, okay, it takes me a long time to write an article, which should not take this long, and I don't know if that's because of the lack of practice from college or not, but I feel like I lack in the point of getting it done, getting it done fast, you know, getting the facts out. Um, so I record every article or interview that I do, and I listen back to them, and it takes forever for me to do it, I get really discouraged throughout writing, that's why I hate it so much, um, but I like what I'm doing sometimes, it's a really good story, I'm like, okay, yeah, I want to get it out, but... I think that I used to be a really creative writer and I used to be really articulate with my words and what I wanted to do and I could paint a story. I think I still kind of have that now but I get more second, I second guess myself a little bit more because it's not based off of this is your theme, this is what you're writing about, give me this, this, that. It's more like okay I'm telling someone else's story and I have to slightly paint a picture but give you all the facts and then have these elements in it and then also abide by this like AP style blah 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 and it's like okay like I get all bogged down. So I think I'm good when it comes to trying to tell someone's story in specific stories or features and then I think I'm really bad at it when it comes to being specific and clean about my writing and um, my grammar use. I wish I was more, I had like a bigger vocabulary. Mm. I can relate on that. The grammar use used to get me a lot. Mm -hmm. um, I always like them. One thing that studying jams did definitely teach me is like with the active versus passive voice with like yeah yeah no I always try to catch myself like with like the way I start a sentence mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. with the way I am phrasing things like in each sentence is like somehow psychologically is um 
you know, uh, it's um, correlated with the way people receive the story. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I think that I struggle with that a lot, too. Mm-hmm. Um, something that I've, like, had to watch myself a lot with each article I write, too. Same. Yep. All stars. And, but then the thing is, like, did you ever catch yourself, like, thinking writers are writers, you can write whatever you want. Or have you ever, like, read an article, it's like, well, they have, like, free reign here. Like, I don't know why I'm so particular about what I'm saying or how I'm writing it when they just started the story off on a whole different, you know, I don't know, my mind crosses through that sometimes. You're like, well, I can say what I want to say. It's my article. I'm writing it, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm like, if it's really that terrible, my editor will tell me. But um, I just get really bent out of shape when it comes to particulars. So, like... It's, can I say this there? Did I capitalize that? Or put yeah. it on there? I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, I would do wish you luck with, like, you know, finding that balance in all your passions and everything like that because it can, especially in the, in the time we're in, it can be very a very nebulous time where we don't know what the fuck we're doing. <laughs> you know? I'm walking blind at this point. Like, I just don't know. Oh, it's not good. Oh. All right, Rhea. It's me. Hi. Oh. It, hey, it, you. <laughs> um, Rhea, tell me what keeps you up at night. The creepy thing from Stranger Things. It comes in my room. Oh, shit, does it? <laughs> I still need to watch the third season. Um, I can't get through it. I haven't found any time to watch it yet, but I still do need to watch it. <laughs> what puts you to sleep? Uh, music, games, thinking, I don't know. Sound of rain. The sound of rain puts me to sleep. That's a good one. Yeah, I agree. Good you know, storm. yes, precipitation does, uh, it soothes me as well. The weather. Yeah, thank you for being on the show. You're welcome. Thanks for a great time. <laughs> yes, uh, my pleasure. Um, so thank right, you. Well, well, thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. Bye, guys. We'll see you next time. <laughs>